Hello there. So the third episode of season two of Only Murders in the Building uh, dropped yesterday. So here's my review and spoiler talk for that. First part of the review will just be my general opinion on the episode and then uh, we'll go into spoilers, but you'll get plenty of warning before that. So again, the show just continues to be on a real roll. Another excellent episode we've got here. Uh, you've got big laughs already within the first five minutes, uh, laughing out loud. <laughs> and, but also as well, what this show does really well is, is this episode did actually bring a lot more depth to a character that didn't really have much depth to begin with in the first season. I'll go into that in the spoiler section of that. And as well, there was definitely a lot of pathos to it as well. You did actually really start feeling for this character. Uh, so that was really well done. The fact that you can get big laughs, but also bring in sort of real tragedy and sadness into a character which didn't really have a lot of depth was kind of one-dimensional to begin with but that that just shows the the skill of the writing involved in this show I mean there's never been a bad episode they've all been of, of a very high standard even if you go back to the first season as well and this role continues with this so overall another excellent episode half an hour just absolutely flies by and again keeps you um, keeps you guessing about what's happening next so anyway that's just my general non-spoiler thoughts i'll be going into spoilers right now so be warned if you haven't seen this episode yet so as i said well it picks up exactly where it left off last week with the bird who i believe is called mrs gambolini i forgot the name i forgot the name of the bird last week uh after she went ah, i know who did it then <laughs> you've got all of us trying to get the information out of her and she just says fuck off oliver <laughs> Oh god, definitely Bunny's parrot anyway, for that, that's for sure. Uh, but even then, even funnier is when, what was it, they start saying that they, they, they're trying to do a Bunny impression, it was like Charles and Oliver are trying to do that. <laughs> and they're like doing the impression to, to make it, the, try to fool the bird into thinking it's Bunny talking to them. <laughs> Uh, comic genius. This, that was genuinely hilarious. But uh, the vast majority of this episode does take place in flashback. It chronicles uh, Bunny's last day, the day that she's murdered, which is also coincidentally the day that she's due to step down as head of the board as well. And uh, you can, and the, the whole, and like I said, the, the Bunny character was kind of one-dimensional. You didn't see a great deal of her in the first season. She'd just kind of pop up, insult people, and then move on. But now we actually got the depth. We actually got to almost get, I'd spend a day in our shoes. And that really did add a great deal of depth. Because there was quite a lot of tragedy. And you do end up feeling for this character the more and more the episode goes on. And you can sort of see that her whole life's essentially, her whole adult life really has been devoted to being the head of the board for the building but she's got she now realized that's over and you know you, you do really feel you start to peel back and see a lot more depth in this now we've obviously started with big laughs at the start here but then you've got you do start to really feel badly for bad for this character and what she's going through uh, and of course we all know the fate she's going to suffer later on and but uh, uh, so there were some really strong moments here with this, and you can sort of see how she really does not want to let go of this as well. Yeah, also, this was a character I forgot to mention in last week's review. Um, there's a, the, the woman that's going to take her place, I think her name's Nina, she's a pregnant woman, and last week people were saying, oh, she's a right bitch, so watch out for her. Uh, she basically becomes the prime suspect this week, because, you know, you've got a moment when she's talking with her outside, and 
You've got as well an appearance from uh, the big fans of the the group as well last week. <laughs> that was quite funny because in the first season there, there was the uh, episode when they're on, they they have a little fan base that goes for following them about. So that was funny having them in there. That was good to see them. But uh, even on our last day, buddies going about basically throwing our weight around and things like that, uh, still enforcing the rules right up to the end. Uh, but speaking of which, though, she goes in and they throw a surprise. There's a few of the people throw a surprise retirement party for her, which Nina's there. So is the, the cat guy as well from the first. Can't remember his name, but um, the guy that had the, the frozen cat in the first season. Can't remember his name, though. I think it's Howard or something, but anyway, I digress. Uh, but this is where it really gets into it, was when she basically turned around and says, look, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm not retiring anymore. I've changed my mind. And then uh, Nina's basically flips her lid. And this is where she becomes the prime suspect for that because uh, they, get, they get in a heated argument. So it kind of, and they even, even like the group, then put pin her as the prime suspect there as well. So last week you kind of thought Cara Delevingne was being set up as the prime suspect. Well, this week now we've got a new one and a definite real motive here. So, which probably means she won't be the one to have done it. Or she might have had something to do with it. Maybe she hires somebody to do it because she's heavily pregnant as well. So, you know, forcing yourself to <laughs> murder somebody while pregnant uh, might be a bit of a stretch. But who knows? We'll, we'll find out. But you're still being kept guessing as well with this. But to be fair, so far, she does have the real motive for it. Because... Uh, and then, of course, you've got uh, Bunny goes along to, like, the, the, the trio's... Uh, apartment where they're having their uh, celebration party. This takes place a few days after where they've wrapped up the murder, the case from the first uh, season. And, you know, she comes in, brings them champagne and things, but then she once they don't actually invite her in, they're like, oh yeah, nice to see you, kind of, thanks and bye. But then she's uh, then crying outside the door. And then when they go, uh, uh, then by the time they go out, she's away back to her apartment as well. But uh, so that's when they actually go up to the roof, and, and then after that they kind of think, oh, we'll take the party somewhere more uh, private. And then after that, that's when somebody's banging on Bunny's door. This is where she's watching a, an old film, an old black and white film. Don't know which one it is. Somebody says, "I know who did it," and that's where the bird gets the "I know who did it" from. So there you go. That was a redhead in there. So. And well, and then of course somebody's banging at the door. She opens the door. She's like, "What do you want?" But we don't see who it is. Somebody with black gloves, and then they attack Bunny. You can just see sort of in the shadows. So that's obviously the murder happening here. Uh, of course, Mabel. The, when they're upstairs, when they're on the roof, Mabel says, "Oh well, I'll go down and get more champagne." And that's when she goes in. And obviously, finds Bunny. You can sort of see off camera she's found Bunny there. So and that's that then. So. And it, overall, really excellent episode. Like I said, they did a great job of adding real depth to the bunny character and making you feel sorry for her as well. So it's kind of kind of the, the one... She went from being the cranky one-dimensional bitch, essentially, that's what the character was, to now being somebody you, you got to know. Now got some depth and that really makes the whole... and makes the whole... Her, murder scene as well all the more impactful so they've actually done a great job again with the writing the writing sharpest tax here with this show it really is and um, yeah can't wait for next week so anyway thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen i'll be doing a thor ragnarok review either tomorrow or friday at some point so there you go thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye mm-hmm.